1: Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts, learn how to make money with domains, know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain,
2: right here on Domain Masters. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Domain Masters. Sorry for the late start. Uh, just had to get our first guest on the phone, and uh, it's going to be a great... As I put it on some of the forums, where we have the founder and CEO of FriendFinder Incorporated, uh, which is Andrew Conru. He's going to be on in just one second, and um, we're going to talk about the success of FriendFinder.com. It's a huge network uh, of 15 web communities and over 20 million registered uh, users. So it's a pretty big uh, site. They have lots of domain names, and we're going to talk about the successful domain name acquisitions they've made to help their online identity be successful. And uh, the second guest uh, will be uh, the former owner of sex.com. Um, as everybody read today and maybe heard yesterday in the big news, sex.com sold for between 12 and $14 million. And uh, we're going to talk to Gary Kremen, uh, who was the former owner of that domain name. It's a famous domain name, has held a story behind it. And uh, now it's even more famous because it just sold for uh, a record-breaking uh, uh, domain sale. And so we're going to have Gary on. Uh, I'm not going to roll into a commercial since we started late, but uh, uh, so I'm going to roll on right with my first guest, Andrew Conru. And uh, Andrew, are you online? Yep, sure here. Hey, how are you? Doing good. Great, great. So um, I understand that you started uh, Friend Finder in 1996. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you uh, got the vision to start an online community like this, and uh, a little bit about your background?
3: Yeah, I guess uh, I started to. Uh, the precursor of FriendFinder back in 94 when I was doing my Ph.D. at Stanford. And uh, it was just back then, there was almost nothing on the Internet, and I saw this as a great opportunity to enable people all over the world to meet each other and uh, find dates. That's great. And so um, in 1994, it was uh,
2: just a concept, or you actually brought it online in some form back then?
3: Yeah, we ha- I had the first online dating site, at least uh, web-based, called uh, Web Personals which then uh, I sold it a year or so later, and then immediately after I got out of a non-compete, started FriendFinder.
2: Wow. Wow, that's great. And so um, tell us a little bit about the network, how
3: big it is, and um, um, what it's doing currently. Yeah, um, since the last uh, nine-plus years, we've grown it from just one site, which was just a single domain name, friendfinder.com. Now we have about 20 different kind of uh, sites, each one, each separate database behind its own domain name.
2: So give us an example of some of the other sites that are out there. I guess you went into some niche um, strategies there and and decided to hit different areas within the dating community?
3: Yeah, we found that um, each dating community has their own um, look and feel and uh, membership. Like one one kind of uh, unique one is called uh, amigos.com, which is our uh, Spanish-speaking, Spanish-language site. Uh, we have another site called um, passion.com, which is a more kind of saucier, sexier version of FriendFinder. Finder. Uh-huh. Uh, alt.com for alternative life, lifestyles. Things Sites like OutPersonals for our, our gay communities. Site like bigchurch.com, which was for our Christian communities. And we have about 20 other domain names that we use for different uh, niche sites. Great, great. Now, Tell us a little bit
2: about your domain acquisitions and how you were able to acquire some of those domain names, because some of them are very, uh, what would be considered very high-quality premium domain names, like passion.com, the single word domain names with meaning. Did you go and buy those in the aftermarket? How did you seek them out? Uh, tell us a little bit about what
3: you did there. Well, many of our domain names we bought early, which is kind of the you know, you can't roll back the clock, which we could. Um, so we got we got some pretty good deals going after the original owners of the sites so they were uh, like maybe five, ten years ago, when we purchased some of these. Um, the sites were fairly small. Now, passion was when we did a couple of years. I think maybe three years ago now, um, which you know we 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 bought it the old-fashioned way with cash. So, so um, um, what was the what
2: was the like the most expensive domain name that you've purchased in your portfolio?
3: Well, since we're private, we don't we don't necessarily talk about it. But we've gone into six figures. Okay. Um, and which can you say which name that was for without being specific on the price? Let's see, I could say because sometimes the the science had more than just the domain name on it. So well, that's kind of okay. hard to say whether or not uh, you bought it because of the name or because it had members in it. Uh, we did a fairly, uh, our biggest one we did was actually a stock purchase that we did or a merger with a company called cams cams. com. Right, right, right. that's right. That was something that happened recently, correct? Yeah, earlier this year um, we we merged the two companies, and that was one in which he, uh, the owner had already had a uh, pretty substantial business behind the site, and so it was a natural win for some of the other communities we had. And uh, CAMS is more of a uh,
2: live uh, live meet the, meet the girls or the guys inside their uh, normal
3: living environments, correct? Yeah, it's more of a pay-per-minute uh, service in which people can uh, pay uh, several bucks a minute to, to chat with someone uh, on webcams. Right, right, that's great. So, um, so you've acquired. So, how many domain names does Friend Finder, or the whole you know parent corporation, own in total? Yeah, we have several hundred domain names. Um, most of them dating related. You know, some of them are you know very you know, uh, unrelated, such as like Dine.com, which is an online restaurant guide site. Oh, that sounds um, good. But that one there, I, I registered back in '94, so it's been <laughs> a little bit easier to get those ones. Right. Um, but it's more of a more of a case where we we want to make a. a we have some domains that we're basically doing. I guess we could call them domain parking, in which we we generate splash pages for them as a traffic source lead gen. Okay, so for example, you would you would set up
2: a uh, set up a site that has a has a splash page and some content, and then
3: feeds into one of the one of the twenty main sites or so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one example: if you go to slug.com, uh, s-l-u-g.com, would be a case where uh, we have a majority of our websites that we are able to track, or sorry, we're able to promote on a single page. And because of the way we track it, we know that all of our park domain names, we know what sites promote best for that particular domain name. What, which site was that? Slug.com, S-L-U-G. And oh, that's, okay. that's one example of uh, some of our domain names. We have in our site a domain called boredom.com, which I was a bit too uninspired to build a site around it yet. So I just put that on that uh, 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 parking page. Right, right. And and out
2: of all these sites um, um, how many how many like unique visitors do you guys generate in a single day or month um, um, just as an example from the from the popularity of your websites.
3: Well, we're we're the world's largest network of uh, dating sites altogether, we I think we're around 15 to 20 million uniques per per month come to our sites. So we're like we're registering 140,000 people every day. So it's been a you know, it's a it's a Pretty big company.
2: And and the membership, um, um, what's the
3: membership? It, it costs money to join FriendFinder or, or yeah, any well, of the sites? Uh, it's basically a fairly typical model of people can register for free and then there's upsells that happen after the person joins, uh, mostly done by subscription models.
2: Okay, great. And I assume you have a pretty big affiliate network behind this as well, um, and all the people that have related sites that hook up to you yeah. uh, get paid as well, so the domain names are, of course, important to them as well.
3: Of course. Uh, one of the things that we've made a big push this year is enabling domain owners to build private labels um, of dating services using their domain name in which we power the personals in the back. Um, one company we acquired earlier this year is called um, Spring Street Networks out of New York, and they power personals for sites like The Onion or Salon.com or Nerve.com. And all these partners, then if you ha- all you need to do is have a domain name, and we can power the personals behind that uh, in about – it takes about one day to get someone set up. Oh, that's good. So they get set up,
2: and um, as long as they have a domain name, um, uh, hopefully related to you know something having to do with dating, um, you power them in the background uh, and give them uh, what they need to hook up to FriendFinder, And then ha- how do you how do you reimburse them or pay them
4: for no, sign up?
3: Oh, it's it's done on a uh, rev share which, depending on how much traffic the, the the domain name is getting, it can get um, more than e- even 50% of the money goes directly to the domain name owner, and we handle all the back end for them. Now,
2: how would one go about signing up or getting their um, the, getting signed up to this network? I have a couple people in the chat
3: room asking me already. <laughs> all right. The the company that we, we called, we, after we acquired it, we changed the name over to fastcupid.com, which is um, on the very bottom of the page there is a, a link for affiliates, now, they can also email um, they can email us directly and probably the, the best email, uh, email to go to is uh, affiliates at fastCupidcom
2: at fastcom okay great I put put it on the board
3: oh, now that's great. now talk a little bit about the the linking
2: strategy again what what can some people do um, who are not in your business but use some of the same techniques that you've been able to do with your domain names with your hundreds of domain names out there that are feeding into your 20 domain names what are, some, what are some of the techniques and some of the helpful hints that you can provide to other domainers to help do similar things with their main websites from their, um, um,
3: you know, sub-feeding uh, domain names? Yeah, I guess the, the, the number one thing that domainers needed to be able to do is be able to track the results for each individual one of their domain names. You know, most domainers, domainers have hundreds or even thousands of domain names that they park, but they have to figure out what... What type of sites um, get the most clicks based on what the traffic or what the domain name is? So if they have a dating related one, they should put they should make it to a splash page that has lots of different uh, dating dating solutions, very similar to the uh, slug.com site we just showed. Um, if they, you know, obviously if if they have a site uh, domain name that's not related to dating, uh, they have to they have to make that, that splash page or that that part page to automatically change itself based on the performance of the links. Okay, and how do you go about doing that? Well, in our case, like, if, you, if people go to, like, slug.com, you'll see that the URL itself has encoded the domain name slug.com in it so that when the people click over to our dating sites from that, we can actually know what is the source of that traffic for that um, particular partner. And so as we have, we have a, a lot of domainers who um, do park their pages on sites, like we have a slug, slug example, um, and then from that, they're able to see, well, what type of sites um, do the members for that particular domain name sign up for? Oh, okay. That's good. And then what about the
2: content part on each of your websites that's ha- having the draw. Drop- you know, are they, are each of these um, sub-feeding sites uh, indexed in the search engines? Are you doing SEO on them? How are they assisting in um, getting more people to visit them? Um, or are you relying on just the natural type in visitor?
3: Yeah, what we found is that while, yes, you want to be able to have some extra depth into the um, the splash page, sometimes it doesn't do as much as what you think. Um, like somewhere like on slug.com, we don't have a link there currently that lets you go through a, um, a directory of locations and types and that, so it doesn't get indexed as much as it could. We found that if the search engine hits the site and then goes into the dating sites, um, it'll still be indexed based on the referring link over to the site. Okay. So there are ways. There are ways to get um, search engine placement by having uh, park domain uh, park park sites. Okay. Okay.
2: And what what other um, what other successful techniques can you share with uh, uh, you know some of the listening audience about uh, your domain name strategy and how you've been successful positioning your domain names on the web?
3: Yeah, we would focus mostly as. Um, as the contents for these domain uh, for for domain names to point to, not necessarily using strategies to uh, promote through um, through domains. So, for example, what we find is that once traffic gets to our dating sites, um, we're basically working for the domainer directly. So instead of like building up lots of different um, dating sites for a lot of different domain names, we tend to make it. Um, kind of a, a, brain, a mindless, uh, makes it easier for our, our affiliates or our domainers to actually promote our sites directly. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not necessarily we're out trying to build, you know, a thousand different d- dating uh-huh. sites all under different domain names. Um, we found that it's, that our affiliates tend to do pretty well simply promoting the sites directly and sharing the brand of the dating sites that we have. But we, it, depends, it all depends on what type of domain names it is. If, if a domainer has a Premier domain name, and they and let's say they don't want to sell it to us, um, and they want to create their own dating site. We're very, um, we make it very easy for them to jump into the dating space and uh, be up and running and promoting it themselves.
2: That's great. That's great. And what's um what are you guys looking at in the near future, and in not only in your business but from a domain name strategy, uh, knowing what's been going on in the whole industry? There's a lot of uh, there's a, you know, domain names are a big, hot topic right now. Um, uh, direct navigation is getting the credit for about 13 to 20% of the overall search market right now, which is, you know, type in domain names. Tell us what, what FriendFinder is going to be doing um, in terms of um, uh, trying to position itself into the future for uh, additional sites or domain name strategy.
3: Well, we're, when it comes to acquiring domain names, we're focusing only on premier domain names. And leaving, leaving like the second-tier domain names for the domainers themselves, who are more focused on uh, optimize or getting getting money for those domains. So it's as far as our strategy. Our strategy is building quality sites and content behind a premier domain name. So that's kind of our our key focus. Um, Obviously, obviously we create tools to help um, make revenue from other domain names, but it's it's not one that we're going to be acquiring. So so from a
2: premier domain name standpoint, when you're saying you're looking to acquire a premier domain name, so obviously you'd be acquiring those from other people that own those domain names, are you looking exclusively at um, dating-related domain names, or are there other aspects or other niches that you're going to be looking for, um, you know, in the future? So in case anybody that's listening has any one of those domain names, we can, you know, possibly hook up some of the domain names that might be uh, of interest.
3: Oh, sure. We're focused on anything that's community related, such as a blog site or a mobile site or um, a chat type site. So those domain names are obviously easy parallel verticals uh, right next to dating sites. So we're always interested in looking at those type of domain names. We've also found, though, as, as, uh, we get inspired by the domain name. So given a good domain name, we're always interested in building up a quality site behind that. So it's, well you know community is key for the are you know trying to trying to get our uh, community domain names are gonna get the most money from us but we're never um, adverse to looking at domains that might be outside that scope right right and what what separates friendfinder from
2: datecom and uh, match.com and some of the some of the others uh, um, that are out there what are the big differences in your mind
3: yeah most of those other domains are kind of one size fits all one-size-fits-all, so, so that no matter like like Match.com is kind of like the plain vanilla dating site out there. It doesn't have a lot of flavor. In our communities, each community is tailored to its own niche, so that people who are into swinging will find what they're looking for in passion, for example, or people who speak Korean will go to Korean Friend Finder and find find what they're looking for. So we, we're we much more on a niche-based system, but that enables us to make sure that the community is is properly targeted for them and have higher conversion rates for our affiliates. Right, right. Okay,
2: great. Well, great news. And um, um, where do you see the overall online, you know, adult and, you know, mainstream industries going in the next one to five years, given everything that's going on? I mean, obviously today, uh, well, you heard about the BigSex.com sale, uh, which we're going to be talking to Gary Kremen on later. But, you know, there's a lot of changes and transitions and a lot of consolidation. Where do you see things from your standpoint?
3: Well, we've, since we've been around for almost 10 years now. We've seen lots of changes, and almost every year it's always talking about consolidation in the market. And we've seen that throughout the last 10 years we've had consistent growth year over year and has actually are, um, are doing more than we ever ever done in terms of traffic and um, sign We do see this trend hopefully continuing, obviously. Um, we have, we're looking for this year to do a lot more acquisitions than last year. Last year we completed three acquisitions, and this one we're on target about 12 because we see that it's at a point where right now we have a, almost a half a million affiliates promoting all of our dating sites. Wow, that's we, a lot. Oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's one of the world's, it's one of the largest uh, affiliate networks out there. Now, is this from yeah. all over the world? Of course, yeah, we have, like a, we have a Chinese site, for example, uh, Chinese Friend Finder or Italian Friend Finder, and it's obviously, the ben, based on, we rely heavily on the ingenuity of all the different people on the, on, on the web, because we find that while we can do our pr- own promotions, there's no one more resourceful than the people who actually have direct control of their traffic. For example, a lot of your domainers out there, they know that they live, live and breathe every single day of trying to get the most bang for most most cents per click they get off their site. Right. And so we're, um, we're definitely, we understand that the, there is a lot of advantage of building a big affiliate program.
2: Wow, that's great. That's great. So you see, you see just nothing but good growth and uh, and everything still building. Uh, obviously, more and more people are getting on the web every day. So uh, for businesses like yours, and 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 of course, uh, Match.com has been very successful. And of course, eHarmony is advertising all over television as well, and a lot of these sites. And people are
3: actually meeting people and uh, and finding great relationships online. Yeah, we found the key thing is that as our company grows and the size of our database grows, the conversion rate of that database. Uh, or those websites improve. So what we what we're starting to see is that in the future, while there's going to be a lot, there's always going to be tens of thousands of dating sites out there. The ones who are going to have the biggest legs are the ones that have the, the most critical mass, and we're seeing that trend continuing as the, as we continue to pull out, uh, pull out in front of some of our other competitor base. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, Andrew, we really appreciate uh, the time that
2: you've taken tonight, and um, you know that uh, the, the helpful hints on how to link up the sites and make sure that uh, that you're measuring where the, the, the people are coming from going to uh, can be very helpful to uh, everybody that's listening, regardless of if, uh, if they're in the friend finding business and uh, the dating business or just uh, uh, in the domain business in general. Um, so we really appreciate your time.
3: Thanks. And uh, anyone listening, they can always email us at affiliates at friendfinder inc or any of our sites that we have online.
2: Okay, great. Great. Well, thanks for your time, and uh, we look forward to speaking to you again and uh, hearing about the more successful stories from FriendFinder.
3: Thanks. Always here.
2: Okay. Thanks a lot, Andrew. All right. Well, thanks to my guest, uh, uh, Andrew Conru. Um, uh, from Friendfinder. finder uh, sounds like they've been very very successful on the on the web and uh, several hundred domain names all all really funding and filling a major major portal uh, online the largest uh, online relationship and dating site on the web uh, we're going to break for a commercial and uh, be back on with the sex.com story hang on
0: A hey, by any other name would still be the same Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, ClickTracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what ClickTracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune.
4: Katie Kempner, Katie, Katie, Katie Katie, Katie Kempner, Katie Kempner, Katie Kempner, Katie, Katie, Katie Kempner. Just a little bit about the hook. The hook. The hook. hook. What I hope to do with the hook is to give you the chance to hear what my friends and colleagues are thinking about doing, doing, doing. People in
5: the marketing, PR advertising industries right on the forefront and
4: including people that cover these industries so what i'd like to do is what i'd like to do is what i'd like to do is help you make your job easier what i'd like to do is
5: what i'd like to do is what i'd like to do is, like to do is join me each week two o'clock two,
2: two, on two two tuesday the intersection of
0: advertising and pr I'm katie, yes I'm the real katie All you want to swim
5: katie just
1: Master with your top, FMO eighty pounds. Remember before there was the internet, or there were cell phones, or there was
0: email, or there were DVDs. Do you remember who shot JR? Been traveled back in time every weekend. You
2: ready, boat?
1: about links. um, Master Radio, playing you the hottest hits. Why? This is your radio home for the hottest hits and the coolest content at Master Radio FM. Contrary to what you are told
6: you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems.
1: SRKConsulting.com, making sure your mother is always proud. It's all about links baby Commercials off. Now back to Domain Masters.
2: Hey guys, welcome back to Domain Masters, and this is going to be the second half of my sexy show. Uh, first half, obviously, was uh, Andrew from Friend Finder. Uh, my next guest, who I've had on in the past, so it's been about six months, I'd say, uh, is Gary Kremen. Uh, Gary. Uh, is uh, the founder and CEO of Grant Media, which is one of the largest uh, online traffic aggregation and search companies. Um, But formerly, uh, as of uh, just a couple days ago, officially, I guess, uh, uh, Gary also owned the famous domain name Uh, Sex.com. Sex.com, if everybody remembers, was uh, involved in uh, one of the largest domain theft cases in the entire world. And uh, Gary actually won a lawsuit uh, against um, um, the former... uh, I guess, the thief of the domain name um, for sixty-five million million. And uh, Verisign and Network Solutions had to pay him some money, and now he just sold the domain name, sex.com. And so we're going to learn a little bit about the sale. Uh, Gary, you're on board? I sure am. By the way, I'm standing in that former guy's house right now. Are, are, that's right. So so the last time I had you on, I'm sitting around you were searching pool. all over the world for this guy. And uh, I, I guess, it, well, first of all, t- tell us, just give us a little bit of brief, uh, uh, brief history about what just happened with finding Cohen, and oh, um, you guys. Yeah, I'd love uh, to tell you. This is so funny. He's in jail now. So he was he was found in Mexico,
5: or where was he found? Yes, and um, we convinced it was convinced the authorities saw why it was in their best interest to take him to um, uh, San Diego, where the U.S. Marshals. Uh, took him into custody, and right now he's in Santa Clara County in Silicon Valley in jail in uh, kind of the, the main general population. <laughs> wow. It is it, so, a real bad pri- a guy uh, that prison. I don't know if any of your readers want to Google the word Elmwood Prison Facility and look at the Fifth Link. It's a great uh, <laughs> little
2: expose on how bad it is there. So so you ended up um so you ended up with the, the on the winning end of the 65 million dollar injunction because he stole the domain name so you actually got the keys to his house and what else what other property were you able to to, to take ownership of
5: Oh I'm working um I some property in San Ysidro California which is near the border it's he was actually using it to transmit internet into Mexico um working on some properties in Mexico working on a lot of offshore bank accounts Yeah um so no I didn't get sixty five million dollars, you know. No, no way. It's eighty three now as of today, I think. It, Up to eighty three million dollars. That that's owed to you or that That's or, owed to me. That's owed to you. Yeah.
2: But I guess company. Just if I had eighty three
5: million dollars I wouldn't be on the phone.
2: <laughs> oh, so so only the fact that you only got uh uh well either twelve or fourteen million dollars for the sale of the domain name, which is uh I guess the, the big news out on the street. Um uh, oh, what's that? You yeah, know. well, what's that? What's that? I want 82. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. I know you do. But
5: can so, I give a plug for you guys? Did you know, I don't even know if you know this, I, I, those March X names, did you
2: notice the registration changed? No, I did not. And they're being hosted with you. Oh, great. So you have your you have a lot of your names here at Moniker then? 5,000. Wow, 5,000 names. Fantastic. It's $35,000 to you every year. Is that why I'm on the show? No, just joking. No, I didn't even know it. <laughs> so there you go. That's called a busy CEO, huh? Right, right. So so can, can you tell us a little bit about the sale that just occurred with sex.com, because it's all over the news, obviously, and there's a big discrepancy in whether it was $12 million, $14 million, uh, whether there's stock involved, if there's performance uh, quotas involved. Can you what, what can you share and what can you let everybody know about?
5: Um, yeah, I'll talk about it. Actually, there's no one really wrong on the numbers. It was a combination of... Cash in, uh, mo, mo, 90% cash in some stock, and it depends how you value it. And the question is, is perf, is stock performance-based? Well, in a way, it is. Is it like something else? No. So actually, everyone is really right. Okay, so... It depends how you slice it up. I don't know why people are fighting over it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, a it's like, you know,
2: there's a big debate. Well, was it really 12 or 14? To me, it was, you know, one of the largest sales uh, ever reported, and obviously, it's a very important and... Uh, very I think important the domain sale name business dot com at seven point five million. Yes, yes, and, and it's you know it, it it surpasses that from a public sales standpoint. Uh, there's been some private transactions that have been in excess of that, but the good news is is that you know this has been a famous domain name that you lost, got back, and uh, well,
5: let me put it this way: it could be as low as twelve, it could be as much as twenty. It depends what happens.
2: Okay, great. So but it's, it's not, somewhere between twelve and twenty. In the way of performance, but it was mostly cash. Good. Good. So tell us a little bit about how this this particular sale came about and um, why you decided to sell it after all the famous hype on the domain name and getting it back. Well, you're in the domain name parking business, correct? Well, that's one of our businesses, correct? Yeah, you know something about it. So
5: what's a domain name really worth? A domain name is worth one of two things. It's either worth what someone's willing to pay for it, or it's worth kind of
2: what's the value of the type in traffic. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I would agree, or, or a combination of brandability, uh, type in traffic, and, um, you know, the revenue it's generating, yes.
5: Yeah, it's basically, you know, in a lot of cases, in 99% of the cases, it's worth the type in traffic. You know, take the type in traffic on a yearly basis, subtract out the cost, and maybe multiply by five. That's it. Okay. That's not an it. That's just what they are. Okay. And, and so why did you sell pay it? pay one penny more. Why, why did you want to sell it? Well, because... It, it was. it's worth more, it's one of those rare cases where it's worth more as a brand than as the net present value of the type in traffic. Right, right. So I was not doing with this site that this new group is going to do. I was not in any CPA programs, for example. Right. You were just redirecting at the time, right? To our own, no, to my own advertisers. To your own advertisers, right. And I'm keeping that business. I'm still in the business of adult advertising. So,
2: So now that sex.com is out of that network, how does that affect the grant media feed in general if you're, you know, monetizing adult names through the network? Does it help it, hurt it? It's only
5: been about 20% of our traffic. Most of the traffic has come in through other type of networks we have and other search engines. Okay. So most of our traffic comes from, let's say, we have players who buy AdWords on Google and send us the traffic because we have advertisers who pay more than Google does. Why? Because Google doesn't focus on adults. Right, right. When you focus on a very small niche, you can get higher prices than anyone else because you understand subtleness of the niche that other people, other search engines don't
2: understand. Correct. Correct. So so is the whole network then going to take a little hit of 20% or yeah, are you filling that crap. network? Yeah. You're, you're going to fill in the network or you're going to fill the network in with uh, with other, you know, fill it in so it's going to make up for the loss of the sex.com uh, traffic? Um. Yes, or if not,
5: just our advertisers are going to get 20% less traffic, you know?
2: Right, right.
5: Um, it's And given they pan it per click, that's just if you want to give quality traffic, you know, you can't... It's always not about volume. You can always generate lots of volume. It's about conversions at the end of the day. So, yeah, we'll work on it getting it back in other search engines and stuff like that. But,
2: yeah, it's probably a 20% hit, and that's what it is. Right. That's right. okay. We'll so survive. so so I guess, um, I guess um, you... Kind of replaced the sex.com. You said you just bought uh, four or five thousand domain names from uh, from one of our other clients, and yep, uh, of, yeah, they're, they're all from the one related, of your correct? other clients. And you know that probably replaced
5: um, you know half of it, maybe. I
2: right. Don't know, a third. So, what's your as a as a as a owner of one of the most famous domain names in history? What, what's your outlook on the domain name uh, business in general and what's been going on? Give us a just a short spiel on where you see the market today and where you see it going in the near future.
5: Um, I, I I think it's probably, I think things are fairly priced in the market for the most part. They should probably be priced. If you buy something, you should be able, let's just say it's pure type in, get a 20% return on it because in the first year, because there's a lot of uncertainty of what's going to happen in the future. So, you know, four to five times cash
2: flow is the most you want to pay for something like that. Anything else is way over. Right, right, which is, which is unlike um, you know, uh, the, the actual Marchex purchase of, uh, of another inventory that was here uh, where they paid seven and a half times on but that the inventory. the difference,
5: they can pay different is they're a public company and their cost of currency is, is a little different, and maybe they overpaid. It's hard to say. My outlook is five, and, and, and for adults it's even less.
2: Okay, and why is it less for adults? Everybody always asks that. So t- because there's t- no
5: exit route for adults. There's no one to sell your adult company other than to me you know, or someone else who can write a check.
2: There's not too many people who can write a check, who can write a check. Right. So in the adult business, you're very limited on who you can sell to because you're going to sell to another adult company, obviously. Yeah, that's and it. We're it's, all, it's, you're it's all possible. in the same business fighting for the same, same customers, I guess.
5: No, no. No, it's different. It's because in non-adult, there's all these stock market companies that are public you can sell to. And there's literally hundreds and thousands of buyers. In adult, there's only a couple buyers. So they're just not worth as much in adult because when there are people who will pay five point one times or four point nine or five point three or five point four or up to seven. Right. And, and not non adults. But an adult, you know, if you can get two, you're lucky.
2: Right, right. Um it's just because there's not as many buyers. And it, well, how, how is the adult business going these days, though, even with the, with the limited, you know, even with the focus market that we're in? Um, do you see it growing, and is the adult business Again, in general growing? Again, we're talking about the domain
5: names now, too. You know, they're just not worth as much because there's not as many buyers out there. Right, right. Because public companies can't buy them and other people can't buy them because they just, just because of all the things. Right, associated with it. Also, the people who pay you on the CPA side are flakier, and they don't always pay and stuff like that. So it's just not worth as much. Um, how do I think the adult market is? I think it's 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 growing, flat. Uh, you know, maybe five six percent a year.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, sex does sell. Uh, more and more people are getting on the web every single day. Um, right. What what uh, what's your take? You um, know, we're gonna finish the. We've got to end up in just a couple minutes. But what's your take on the whole? Um, government inquiry into Google on trying to release data on what people are searching on the web regarding adult.
5: Uh, ridiculous. Wasted. We could be spending the money on other stuff.
2: Okay. And what about what's your take and feeling as a domainer on the .xxx extension that's uh, now revived anyplace. itself and due out in the third quarter? Totally not going any place. You don't feel it's going anyplace?
5: No, I'd be just, I mean, I personally will litigate on that. Okay. In fact, I'm the only person who has a trademark in sex.xxx. You can go to the PTO. I happened to actually register it before they thought of the name. Or they, they were there, and I got it in the small window. So as far as I know, my lawyer told me I'm the only one with an, a preemptive claim on .xxx. I would love it, but I don't think it's going anyplace.
2: Yeah. Well, the rumor, rumor has it, and uh, it sounds like it's going to revive itself and be, uh, be possibly live in the third quarter of next, uh, of this coming year.
5: Yeah, um, we'll see. I mean, you know, I think that's going to be extensively litigated.
2: Yeah, yeah, probably.
5: I, you know, that that's a very complex issue. Yes, it is. Okay. It is. Hey, okay. anytime I can help, and you know,
2: shout out to your service. Yeah, definitely. Well, Gary, we're, thanks a lot for being thanks online. For and me. Thanks for telling us about the sex.com sale and congratulations. Uh, sounds like it was a good win-win for everybody all, all the way around. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks again. Great. Okay, Okay. bye-bye. There you had it, uh, right from the horse's mouth, uh, Gary Kremen, who uh, owned the the name. I guess some people asked uh, how long or how long he picked it up. Uh, Gary used to, um, Gary's actually owned the name from, I believe he got it in 1992 or 3 or 4. It was taken from him in the mid-90s, and um, um, then it got stolen from him. Uh he ended up in a four year fight to get the domain name back, won a litigation case against uh Cohen, who was the thief, uh won a sixty five million dollar injunction. Uh plus uh rumor has it that uh Verisign and, and Network Solutions had to pay some something like, you know, 16000000 to get uh to, to satisfy their uh negligence on losing the domain name and uh Gary just sold it for You heard it. uh, Twelve on the low end, twelve million, and up to twenty on the high end, depending on how the stock and the performance of the domain name does. So, uh, I'm going to end up the show. Stay uh, tuned for uh, Power Source with uh, Tim and Jeremy from Yahoo. It's a great show. It's on uh, every the last Wednesday of every single month, uh, usually uh, right behind Domain Masters, and also uh, Matt Cutts is going to be on um, SEO Rockstars. uh, Um, this next week so uh, there's a lot of uh, great people coming on some of the other uh, shows on the network Uh, definitely tune in to webmasterradio.fm and uh, listen to the shows and thanks for listening to Domain Masters Uh, we'll be uh, live at Traffic Silicon Valley next week and uh, we're going to do a special broadcast from there or do some taped interviews and launch them on our site for uh, Wednesday so with that uh, be the master of your domain and I'll see you next week in Silicon Valley bye bye